0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because no. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read did PG 13.
1: At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs
0: shouldn't get in the way of life changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Welcome to the Sharing Socks. Yes, we are now into spring training sort of games <laughs> edition, uh, sort of games. Uh, I'm Lee Allen, the Southside Sox duty geezer, and with me, my son and West Coast correspondent, Will, as we uh, take a look at those games and some other things. A few things off the field yesterday. Now, we're recording this Wednesday at noon, so we don't have any knowledge of events of Wednesday including Wednesday's game where I know the the starting outfielders once again are uh, scheduled to be out there Um, but the starting pitcher is not anybody who's going to be in a major league team anytime soon or ever Uh, and I didn't list who the next five guys are going to be but at any rate off the field two things number one triple a baseball which was supposed to start when the major started is it normally would in an ordinary year, even though everything from AA on down was delayed for a month. The AAA owners apparently were saying, we just can't afford to do that because we can have 10%, a lot of us in the stands, and at 10%, we lose more money than if we have nobody, Uh, which makes sense. You still got to have security and and all these other things that uh, you got to pay for. And you don't have anybody in the coming in to pay for it, so they're going to start a month late, and they're going to again, because of that, create the alternate sites. Mm-hmm. So Schaumburg will have baseball again. Uh, that I think for the Sox raises more questions on Andrew Vaughn, because if you're, you know, you're doing service time manipulation, but you want to pretend it's not service time manipulation you send him to Charlotte and he gets in a few swings at AAA to make sure he's really ready for for the big guys. Uh, Schaumburg is not the same thing. And saying, oh, we got to send him to Schaumburg to work on hitting sliders low and away or whatever it may be. uh, It just doesn't make any sense. And with, with the contract coming up, the, the union contract coming up at the end of the season, I don't know, That you want to have a really, really glaring service time manipulation situation with one of the leading owners, the leading anti-union owners, Jerry Reinsdorf, is viciously anti-union. I don't know that you want to do that. So I I, I think it kind of leans toward Vaughn, unless something bad happens, starting the season with the big boys. Um,
1: Well, I think he should. I I mean, we, we... You know the service time manipulation is one thing, but honestly, we're not going to be good in six years. So I think the the (laughs) best thing to do is put the best players on the field now and bring them up. I mean, and you've
0: already committed to that situation with the Lance Lynn trade, right? You traded away six years of a pretty good pitcher. Hey,
1: yesterday they think they were talking that Dane Dunning's going to be the number one in Texas.
0: Well, it's a pretty weak team, but yeah, pretty weak pitching team. But yeah, I mean, he's a good pitcher. And it's six years of him for one year of Lance Lynn. you got to make 2021 really important for that one year. Yeah. Uh, The other thing, which kind of goes into the Vaughn question as well, is Joanna Cespedes had uh, a showcase yesterday, apparently very impressive. And the White Sox were there. So wait, wait, that would be... The younger
1: Cespedes, you mean, or do you mean no, like-
0: no, 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 the the old man.
1: Oh, the, really? The old brother, th- 35, <laughs> year old. 35 I think he is. Old man, dang. <laughs> yeah, you're <he's> only thirty four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, this dude's ancient. <laughs>
0: uh, he, uh, uh, he he did it, the showcase, and this is, I mean, this is time for a rant right here, not about Yonah Cespedes or about. DHs or who could play left field for the Sox at times whatever. The rant is you know they haven't officially decided on March 3rd whether the National League is going to have a DH or not. Yeah. Major League Baseball has to be the worst run large. I mean, it's a multi 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 billion dollar business and it is absolutely incompetently run unbelievably. If if the people who run Major League Baseball ran Amazon, Amazon would be one corner little supermarket somewhere in the middle of Iowa. It'd be gone already. <laughs> It'd be gone already. It's just unbelievable how bad. And I understand you got 30 incredible egos that you've got to assuage if, if you're the commissioner of baseball. But come on, guy. <laughs> To it. this is not an impossible I mean decision. spring You're training saying, yes, has we will, started we
1: boom we're we're in spring training games granted they're not real especially this year it seems like by <laughs> by any matter but it is absolutely insane that we don't have an answer to this question it is insane we are less than a month away from opening day and we don't know We don't know if pitchers are going to bat. This is insane. (laughs) This is insane. This is the only time your pitcher be up
0: there, be practicing his bunting every day.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Your pitcher should be, your pitcher should be filling out the lineup in spring training if they're going to bat again this year. It should be a, a starting pitcher and then the first eight batters should just be pitchers. Uh, and then just put them out there to play defense wherever because it doesn't matter if anyone actually plays or scores or wins or anything like that. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's, I mean, baseball is the worst run of the major sports. There's no doubt about it. It is painfully slow to get anything done. And this is just a, I mean, it's just a shining example of it. And it's really mind blowing that they haven't made a decision on this. There's so much money that is going to change hands when this decision's made it's crazy to me. They haven't made the decision just because there's so much money involved.
0: It's I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, and part of it, I guess has to do again with the union contract at the end of the season and all that, but come on, you, you've got 15 teams who don't know whether their pitchers are going to bat this year or not, whether they need somebody to, who was, uh, maybe can't play the field at all anymore, but who, who can hit at uh, Ioannis Cespedes, uh, or any number of other guys. Uh, unfortunately, one of, we can pitch it shortly.
1: I mean, it, it's a... it's crazy because it, it really changes the game in the National League. I mean, your entire your entire game plan has to change if one of your nine batters is most likely an out. You know, that it completely changes the outlook of a game. Every decision you make changes on whether or not that pitcher has to go back whether or not you're essentially taking the auto out or if you actually have to face someone who can hit the ball 450 feet. let
0: Let us clarify one thing here. We hope it won't be the case this year, but for many years now, the White Sox have also had an automatic out and what we call the DH position, but that, that was voluntary. True. That <laughs> is true. We, we did it to ourselves. Yes, we paid people for
1: it. We paid people specifically to get out. And I'm looking at you, <laughs> Adam Dunn. Lots of Adam money Laroche, in some cases. Lots and
0: lots of money. Edwin
1: Encarnacion, uh, Yonder Alonso. I mean, <laughs> what? Oh my God! Oh, and it
0: goes bad. I believe we go back to Adam Dunn and we come forward from there. LaRoche was in there. Uh, it's bad. It's a bad
1: group. <laughs> It's a bad group. Dunn was the best of that group, which really tells
0: you something. Yikes. Well, at least, at least Dunn took walks. Uh, that was about it. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, we do have the games. Tony Larusa said Tuesday he really doesn't like, and apparently Jerry Reinsdorf really, really doesn't like uh, the idea of taking pictures out in the middle of the innings and just calling the inning over. Which we've seen in all three games, I think, so far. So wait, the they ties.
1: So I actually haven't heard their opinion on it. They like ending the ending abruptly or they don't like it?
0: No, no, they don't. They okay. don't okay. and then they're saying it's unfair to the fans. And I and I think it's true. You've got people paying for seats. You're you're paying more for a seat at a spring training game this year than for ninety percent of the seats at the Gurf. Ninety percent of the time, yeah, long seats absolutely. are going for forty bucks, and you want to sit down. It's sixty or more for a spring training game that goes six innings at best, and then the bases are loaded with one out, and well, not well, to mention, not to on. mention, because I don't live that far from from Glendale, so I've looked
1: at all my options for going over there. You can't, it, you really most of the time you can't get one seat. You have to get two, you minimum two, but most of the time it's four. So you're talking about you know, $240 to go to a spring training game if you if you buy a pot of four. That is insane. There's a yeah. reason I'm not in Glendale right now podcasting to you from Glendale. It's because tickets to the, today's game were $93 or something like that on the secondhand market. I was like, I'm not paying $93 to watch McClure or whoever it is pitch a game. And the, the whole we're going to end an inning early thing is – so lame. It is so lame. I actually appreciated LaRusa coming out and revenge ending an inning yesterday like he did because <laughs> the White Sox were winning and we were rallying and they were like, we're done with this inning.
0: I was and like, okay. I, I do think, particularly yesterday, and I don't think it was true Monday that the White Sox got the short end of the stick on that. And I don't think it came up Sunday. But on Tuesday, the White Sox really did get the short end. I think it base was loaded twice.
1: I mean, it was ridiculous. It was take my ball and go home bad. It was absolute nonsense. You could see all the players were even like, what is this baseball now? Because it was so lame. And, you know, fans at the stadium aside, you know, the people who can afford to go to these spring training games right now, I don't really care if they get their money's worth. It doesn't really, doesn't really bother me. But, you know, you you have your coach who comes in and talks about this winning culture and how you have to learn to win. And we're not – I mean, and to Larousse's credit, he doesn't like this stuff. So he, he is very anti, from what you're saying, ending the ending early. Um, but how do you establish your your routine for winning and your culture for winning when – no one even cares if you end the inning. Like, it is it is the opposite of interesting baseball. It's like they took, they took baseball and they were like, you know all those rules we're making to try to make fans more engaged? We're going to take a big steamy dump on those because we're just going to let you call it whenever. <laughs> it is absolutely stupid. It is so stupid. I can't believe you're allowed
0: to do it. Can't believe you're allowed to do it. The one possible upside I saw to it, and I had our investigative team of crack attorneys look into the contract, and unfortunately... There is nothing in Tony LaRussa's contract that says if he doesn't win one of his first three spring training games, he's gone. i think hoping, hoping for an out there, but it wasn't there.
1: Hey, you know what? Obviously, I don't like LaRussa, but the guys seem to think he's okay so far. And if LaRussa is anti ending an inning because you feel like it, then I am one step closer to thinking he's okay. I'm still not even on the positive side, but I'm one step closer to getting to the positive side. It is. Oh my gosh. It was infuriating watching that yesterday. And when they had the bases loaded and they were rallying, I was like, if Larusa doesn't come out of this dugout and end this inning right now, I'm going to be so pissed. And sure yeah, enough, he did. He popped <laughs> out and he was like, yeah, I think a little bit. So kudos to you on that one, Tony. Uh, I I love anything for spite. I'm a big Seinfeld guy. So I like anything that's done for spite.
0: Uh, so uh, except by I aren't shared people. Um,
1: well, let's take a quick break and we will uh, we will come back and talk about some more things. Before the break, though, I do need to point out I am wearing my authentic Chicago White Sox Louise Robert jersey. And, you know, it's real and not fake because the patch of the white sock is sewn on wrong. That's how you know it's real. Not that I paid $39 and it shipped up. Oh, there's a cat behind me. You can't see in my background. Um, not because I paid $39 and it took a month to get here from Wuhan, Um, but because the patch is on sideways. Uh, that's how you know you got the good deal. So we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. All right, welcome back to Sharing Socks. Uh, we spent the first half of today's podcast ranting about weird spring training nonsense and MLB's uh, inability to uh, tell us whether or not we're going to need a DH when we're playing on the road against National
0: League teams. Um, what else you got for today? Well, let's look, let's look at, at the games. Let's let's start with the pitchers. The only pitcher the Sox have had out there of any note is uh, Lucas Giolito. He looked fine. He, he gave up a homer, but otherwise he, he, he looked great. He looked good. Yeah. Uh, nobody else who pitch really matters. Although it's interesting that Steve Stone on Sunday's game uh, said something that's very counterintuitive into intuitive would be that you had a very short season last year. Everybody should be well relaxed in good shape as far as we're talking pitching and 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 ready to go, and what he said was, because they only threw maybe sixty innings in the case of a starter, fifteen, 20 innings in the case of a reliever last year, that they really have to be careful with innings this year, that the guys are that's the opposite. they are not ready to go uh, to any length or to any depth into the season, so you' got to baby them along. I'll take you know, Stoney knows his pitching, so I'll I'll take his word for it. That makes some of these guys who pitched for the Sox the first three days could end up in the majors for you know a cup of coffee, a few games to give somebody a break. Uh we did not pitch well by and large. Uh Kelly Medeiros had a clean inning. He might he might come up. Um
1: I don't think we're we're really in danger of seeing these guys pitch in the majors. I think really what we're just going to see is extremely limited pitch counts early on. Um, you know, we have this fantastic bullpen, so I think you're just going to see, you know, you're going to see everybody in the first few games.
0: And, uh, and, and we I pretty much an over the 13-R. Uh, probably every other team has got one or two openings and they're pitching as far as the relievers go. We don't have any. We, no. We've got eight guys. Um, Kyle Kubat had a clean inning. Uh, the other one that was interesting, because he has been in the majors, and he was last year, uh, was Jose Ruiz. who had a nice inning. But Ruiz uh, is one of two members of the Sox who are out of options. The other one's Evan Marshall, and there's no. they're not sending Evan Marshall down unless yeah. it's for rehab, and a rehab is... Uh, a permitted exception to the options rule. Uh, Ruiz, I think he could be gone because at this point he has to go through waivers, and I think he's good enough. He ain't great, he's good enough to make somebody else's pitching staff. I mean, he. Oh he yeah, yeah. I mean, and I, I think there are a lot of teams that he's gone.
1: There are a lot of teams that that would pick him up. I think just to to have that extra arm. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think he's a he's a Sox player by the by the end of spring training, and I I just don't anticipate a lot of these guys being on the, um, these sort of scrub pitchers being on the squad at the start. I th- I think we're going to start none of
0: these people. guys. No, I, the guys who have pitched so far, the only one who will be on the major league team April first is Gieling.
1: Yeah, and it was none interesting. I was actually surprised. And some to of, see some of some
0: of them will be in Korea or Japan yeah. or uh, coaching a high school team.
1: I was surprised uh, Giolito out there so soon, actually. Um,
0: but I was very pleased with what he did. I mean, he—I'm I'm sure he it was—he it was to work on something special. Yeah, uh, just.
1: yeah. And the home run he gave up—you know—if you—if you care about giving up a home run in spring training at this point, um, I don't know what to tell you because we don't even finish innings these days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so to get over to the position players now, everybody who needed to look good at least got one hit except Alloy and he's fine. He didn't strike out or anything. It's gone. Yes, you are mostly facing minor league pitchers. Uh, so it doesn't tell you a heck of a lot. But uh, Adam Angle, big blast. The big blast, of course, Andrew Vaughn uh, yeah. taking an inside pitch and just hammering it. Uh, again, not against a good pitcher, but it's a lot better than, but he Henry. also, but he also made it look easy. I yeah, mean, he also, he also made one look, he had a nice defensive play. The only really nice defensive play about Socks, not because they've been blowing him, but because they just come yeah. up, uh, what's his, which was a little dive to the left on a low line drive and, uh, made a nice snag of it. So he's done so far what he can do to say, yeah, I really ought to be in a white Sox uniform on the first of April. Uh, well, I mean,
1: honestly, there's no excuse for him not to be other than trying to do the service time thing because he has, he has proven that he should be up in the bigs and should be in that lineup. And he should be in the lineup that's making a run for the 2021 World Series. I mean, I do think he
0: is a big part of that run. It does leave us, but it would leave us this way, whether they delay him coming in or not still with the problem of being very, very right-handed. Uh, you've got the two switch hitters, and uh, Grand Moncada, and uh, the one lefty in Eaton. The two switch hitters are not particularly good left-handed. Not that they're bad left-handed. They're, they're just pretty balanced. Um, so we're still, I mean, last year, losing record against righties. Even with the horrible, horrible, horrible opposition, we had a losing record against righties. And that's a danger. Uh, yeah. It would be nice to have another lefty who uh, takes take some of that power off. Uh, I don't know where it's going to come from at this point. I, I, yeah, I, I don't see it happening, to be honest. Uh, they, 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 the shill who writes, I keep forgetting his name, I can't remember it, uh, but he, who writes for MLB.com, just shills whatever the White Sox tell him to write, is suggesting that they will keep both LaCroix and Collins uh, when the season starts. As backup catchers, but boy, and this was uh, uh, mainly everything's looked nice. I mean, other than stupidity of ending the innings and all that. The play itself has been looked fine for the White Sox, except Jonathan Lucroy, And it's scary because Grandal has not played yet, not because he wouldn't normally play, but because he has a little tweak to his left knee. Yes, they're being extra careful because the games don't matter, et cetera, et cetera, but you know, you don't like the idea that your starting catcher has a tweak to his left knee before he's even caught a pitch thrown in anger. And you really have no backup catcher. And LeCroix looked awful. He yeah. Had...
1: I mean, a part of that is that LeCroix hasn't really been, you know, playing for <laughs> a little while, but yeah, he he looked terrible. I mean, he looked terrible. And I'm actually – I actually really like Jonathan Lou Oh, I, was, I do too. I, was I mean, he was fantastic fan just of a few years his, ago. A uh, huge fan of his in Milwaukee. Like, loved him. Love would go up and would do the Leucroy thing when he came <laughs> up to bat. He, he was a great player. But, yeah, I mean, I think he, he is just – you know, it's it's a brutal position on the body. And Croy is not a young man necessarily. He's 34. Thirty-four, So he is a young man, a very young, <laughs> handsome man. Um, yeah. So, you know, it, it is a huge problem. I, I, I would say it is the most glaring problem. And I hate admitting that to Mr. Backup Catcher. I hate admitting it. You were on this backup <laughs> catcher journey for the last three months. And all I did was ridicule you and, and scoff at your antics and your malarkey And now here we are, and I am admitting to the world, because I assume the world listens to this, uh, that you're right, backup (laughs) catcher, big problem, big problem for us.
0: It is the biggest problem. If anybody else that they lost, and if you lose even Abreu or or Anderson or or Robert, yes, it's a weakness, and you're a much weaker team but you survive. You go along. You're, you're okay. You know, Vaughn plays first base, uh, Leary plays shortstop. Uh, you can cover uh, it. You center. can cover it. Yeah. You, you, you make up for it somehow, but catcher, We got nothing. Zach Collins is not an answer. Other Zach did manage not to chase balls back to the screen for uh, four innings uh, the other day, but, uh,
1: well, the real concern too, is a lot of people think, you know, you need a great catcher when you have bad pitchers, but you really need a better catcher when you have great pitchers because those are the guys who are intentionally throwing the ball in the dirt. And they're doing that to get the strikeout. And it is a huge part of the game. And if you take that away, that's when you start seeing hung breaking balls. When you have pitchers who don't think the catcher is going to stop the ball, that's when they're going to hang the
0: curve. And we have – we have. Giolito doesn't necessarily pitch that way, nor does Keuchel. I don't know about Lynn. But uh, Rodon, for example, very dependent. I mean, he's got a wicked bouncing slider. Uh, 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 almost. Uh, I mean, it just, it's just really but good. even though. Like Crochet. Okay. Can you imagine Crochet right. without something? And
1: even though Keiko and Giolito don't base their game around that style of pitching, if the batter knows that the pitcher doesn't have that option, that eliminates a third of the you know, terrain in which they have to protect the plate because they know the guy's not going to throw in the dirt. I mean, it's all about who thinks who's going to do what when you're up there, unless you're the Astros when you have uh, privilege (laughs) and you know, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) but that's the whole battle. That's why the Astros thing was such a disgusting form of cheating is because pitchers have one advantage, really. And that's that the batter doesn't know what's coming at the major league level, that is it. I mean, you get down to high school, if you throw 95, your advantage is that you throw 95. But when you get to the pros where every pitcher is good, really, you know, every pitcher is very good at baseball. I think if you make it to the show as a pitcher, you're good at baseball. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's hugely, hugely problematic to eliminate that part of the zone, to eliminate the possibility of throwing that breaking ball in the dirt. And you know, if you come up with Lou Croy there, and you've got a, a, a two or Collins down or Collins, you know that you don't have to chase that pitch, because no one's going to throw it. They're not going to throw it. They're not going to risk the ball bouncing away. And that is where you start to see those curveballs and sliders that hang up there and get sent to the moon. Especially with with the juice ball, um, it's a huge problem. It's a huge problem, and. You know, even if the grand doll thing is not that serious, which it probably is not. Uh, oh, no, not at this point. Yeah, you still I mean, he's still not a, a rookie. You know, he's he's got to He's got to stay away from catching, you know, a good 50 games. So it's bad. It's bad. It's really bad. It's worse
0: than yeah. I thought. <laughs> and there were saying so, this point, there were so many chances. There had to be two dozen free agent catchers, of which a, f- a few were top of the line. You, I mean, obviously McCann and, and, and Real Muto above him, but mostly they were backup catchers, but decent backup catchers, guys who can you know play the position well, can handle pitchers. Maybe they're two twenty five hitters, but they they can get on every once in a while. And most catchers have a good eye catchers tend to walk more than I think anybody else because they have a much better there sense of the strike zone that. than everybody else. Um, but yeah, to have passed on it essentially to have passed on it on the off season, when you're gunning for 2021 as your big year, and it is, you got terrible division. You got it. You're playing the national league central again, which is barely triple a, um, uh, I mean,
1: honestly, it matters way more for the backup catcher to just be a good catcher. Like the the hitting at this point is irrelevant for a backup catcher. If if they can hit 200, but they're a great behind the plate, that's great. That's what you're going to take from your backup. You obviously don't want that from Yasmani Grandal. You want him hitting in the high 200s and and keeping up his form defensively, but uh yeah it's it's hugely problematic and you know you can't take Lou Croy down based on what we've seen already but it is a bad sign i mean it was a it was a sign of a guy who's who's struggling back there defensively it was nice to see him hit um but that being said a couple you know a single and a double or whatever off of minor league pitching i don't really well, care he, did. he ripped that double he, he
0: ripped, he ripped
1: that it double. he of course he did
0: but you know
1: we don't even have the innings in spring training
0: so who who cares thinking of baseballs i have not yet seen anything that tells me whether the ball is juiced or not after that homer barrage uh on on sunday on our first game it's quieted down to a normal uh kind of level so it's hard to say uh i anticipate zero change Zero change. Just, and, just they're saying there's a change, and until you believe it, uh, kind of thing. And you I know, I, I, it was nice
1: to hear Benetti and Stone saying, you know, we really hope that there is a change.
0: Because, yeah, because I sure agree with them.
1: Yeah, I do too. I do too. I, I mean, I love, I love a big home run as much as the next guy, but I hate four solo home runs before the fourth inning. It's yeah. so it, boring.
0: It, it, three of which are routine fly balls that happen to make it to the second right. row. Yeah.
1: Sony also said, uh, let's move the fences back to
0: 450. Which, <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a pitcher talking. <laughs> yeah.
1: Which I don't hate that idea either, just because we have Luis Robert. So that's still actually no problem. <laughs> we
0: got it covered. Yeah. yeah.
1: We got it covered. I'll which is I'll why line I'm line. supporting this very authentic louise <laughs> robert jersey actually i don't know if you can see but they clearly didn't even have the right letters to make they spelled name. his name right anyway <laughs> they spelled it right but they had to add to an r to make the b in the middle of his name because they didn't have a b uh well, that's, that's yeah, how that you happens. know you got the good stuff uh, i think we're about out of time for for today you got any last thoughts
0: Uh, Well, just I'm I'm, uh, actually covering the games Thursday and Saturday, which are only going to be on game day. I don't know if you watch game day at all. No, (laughs) It's it's wonderful. You don't get the pitch, what the pitch is. You don't get the speed of the pitch. You don't get that little (laughs) thing where the pitch comes in and you can see if it's a ball or a strike on on pitch track. You don't get any visuals at all. You don't get a pitch count. You don't know what that is. All you get is what the batter did. You can't see where the batter hit the ball. You just (laughs) just know whether you had a hit or an out. Uh, so I really don't know what I'm covering. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I was really mad
1: because, you know, I, I love MLB TV and I thought to myself, why the heck aren't more of these games on MLB TV? There's like a couple a day and then we decided to end the innings because we didn't feel like playing them. And I was like, (laughs) and that's why, because this (laughs) is
0: stupid. Fortunately for the two of us, the phone service that we use our carrier happens to have a deal where they provide during the regular season MLB TV for free so I'm not investing prior to the regular season coming along but it is it is
1: it is uh, strange to know that all this baseball is happening and we can't watch it but you know as you said um we actually I think as White Sox fans get more than other people get during this time, there's been there's been a couple White Sox games aired on Comcast or uh, Chicago Sports
0: NBC, NBC Sports. Chicago. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, I, I I don't know. I'm sure we'll get more games moving forward, and we're still waiting out here to find out if there will even be fans uh, in Anaheim for the. Oh, well, that
0: that game. was I should have brought. I meant to bring this up at the beginning, and I forgot. The mayor yesterday said she believes that there will be fans. In the stands for the White Sox and the Cubs at some point. But I uh, okay. wouldn't commit on what that point would be. Well, but I mean, if you're indoor is open. Speaking in a very positive sense about getting fans into the stands.
1: If indoor dining's open in, in Chicago. Oh, it's good.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's open. It's kind of ridiculous how open it is. But right. yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I think there's a chance that we will see people in the stands for Angels games and not in the stands for Dodgers games to start the season because Orange County is a different world from L.A. <laughs> County. Uh, they have their own rules down there. So I think we might see full capacity and required French kissing at, uh, at the first Angels game. But that's all the time we have for today. Uh, we will see you next week and uh, give you an update on how many innings we did not complete uh, this past week of spring training. Um, on behalf of your West Coast correspondent and the duty geezer, Lee Allen, thank you for listening to Sharing Socks.